0: Welcome back to the Conservatarian Exchange on the Liberty Block, hosted today by Ed M., Mike, and Gina. Good afternoon, everyone.
1: Well, we might as well just start with the, the Walker and Warnock thing. I mean, I, I, I don't know about you guys. I'm not surprised and least by this. I was totally expecting Walker to lose. I think once the Republicans lost the Senate, that was going to be that. And even if they had won, I, I doubt he would have won. Yeah. Um, but the real question is, is always is it Trump's fault? Because I, I have some political friends on Facebook. One's a, a pretty well known consultant, and he's blaming Trump for the fact that um Walker lost down there. He's blaming Trump for every, <laughs> everything.
2: Well, I think everybody wants and a state I, I don't,
1: vote. I don't know. I don't know if that's fair at all or not. Maybe it is, but well, whose candidate was he?
3: Who cares? I, I really don't he was a sucky candidate
2: regardless. What I said he was a sucky candidate regardless who endorsed him, who put him out there. He was a sucky candidate. I mean,
0: whoever let him run is responsible because he was absolutely horrific in every possible way. And how he got like 40 some percent of the vote, 45, 48, whatever he got is unbelievable. Well, because the other guy
3: who was really good by the name of Vernon Jones, Vernon Jones was a good candidate. That's right. Mm -hmm. Vernon
0: Jones. I remember him. Yep.
3: He was a good candidate and they pushed him aside
0: who pushed uh, him aside?
3: I I don't know, but he was very vocal. He had switched parties from the Democrats to the Republicans, and he he was a good candidate, articulate. Previously, won uh, you know, won a race, you know, so he, he had some electoral credibility, um, and said all the right things, and and was articulate, good good person. Um, I, I think. You know- the, go ahead.
1: No, and so, in some ways, the Senate still being in Democrat hands helps the Republicans because they can say, oh, you know, well, we only have the House and, you know, we don't have the, the Senate. We don't have the presidency. There's only so much we can do.
3: And that's that's why I, BS. And I can't yeah, stand yeah, yeah, yeah. that argument. I mean, but if they had the Senate, do. then they would say we don't, we don't have the presidency. I mean, to me, the real the real reason I'm happy about it is it punishes the Republicans. They didn't deserve to have a have have splits on the committee's. They didn't deserve the extra money that they'd get by sharing committee chairmanships. These people need to be punished. They need to understand that they're doing the wrong thing. And you just have to look at what they're doing, what they're proposing for the lame duck, to see that that these people need to be punished and punished swiftly.
1: Okay, but you're assuming that losing means punishment to Mitch McConnell.
3: They get less money. He's
2: you think got he cares?
3: plenty.
2: Yeah, he's I got think
0: plenty. chinese He one. cares. He doesn't okay. care. Again, well, I that's think why, to me, it was care. not a big
3: story of the week.
0: I think he does care, but I think he'd still rather lose. As long well, as he has a But if he wins, he has responsibility. And Republicans almost always would rather not be in power. They're just... Uh, it speaks volumes that they, they can't get him out after what happened. We can't <laughs> get anybody out.
2: Well, are we going to get Ronald McDaniel out of the RNC chairmanship?
0: No, Lee no. Lizelle it. just withdrew. Um, well, but
2: you've got, you've got the lawyer that represented the daily wire.
0: Army Dillon. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got about the same prayer as Mike does, I think. Yeah. I don't I know. Hear,
3: when did, did Zel- when did Zeldin announce he's withdrawing today? Yeah, today. yeah.
0: He said he was going to wait till after the election. And this morning he said, oh, really I telling didn't hear to to back out, which why, why should she listen? Why should any of these people do anything? They don't care about people. They care about their own power. so
2: I don't know. We've got a team of
3: McLosers. McDaniel, (laughs) McConnell, McCaffrey, all of them. You
2: should totally copyright that or something. No, I've I've, I've actually
0: heard it before. It's been around for a few weeks. I don't (laughs) like using it because it's racist against people who have mixed in their names. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to say against Uh McDonald's.
0: Uh, That could be a lawsuit there true yeah i mean i didn't think i did not think warner had a chance anyway so
2: i mean i don't think he did walker i mean just you know with his policies and everything not that it wasn't stuff that i agreed with but when he couldn't be honest about stuff that he had done in his past or at least say hey you know i'm not the same person instead of just deny 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 like i could tell you now like i'm a hundred percent pro-life and you guys know that But I can sit here if somebody drug up in the mud, which I would just be honest in the first place. You know, hey, when I was 16, this is what I did. It was the worst thing I ever went through. I want to save other women the heartache. I want to save them from maternal health issues down the road. Like all that stuff. If he would have just, if somebody could have sat there and said, Walker, you need to articulate things. You need to explain things and put the why behind it and why you.
3: But I, I I mean, I agree with the spirit, but I disagree with that. He should have taken he should have taken any of those questions and gone on the offense. Oh, you think that I treated that woman badly? Warnock supports letting rapists out of jail. Warnock supports letting boys well, out but, did, but he did he not do
2: that, that in all the campaign ads that were being launched all across the state the last week?
3: I, I mean I don't know what he did. Didn't Warnock run his girlfriend or something over her with the car? The right, his wife. Her toes, right. Her right. Her
2: Right. right. But I'm not going
3: to, I'm not going to no. listen. He should have said, I'm not going to listen to criticism from people that are willing to support a guy who ran it, used his car to attack his wife. Right. Then but they, then they, they, But they you got to think now there. they're
2: running, but they're running the same campaigns against Walker. So now how's he going to defend himself? He's still needed because they're running slander campaigns. against. they're both going against each other. So he still needs to face I, it at some uh, point, just uh, like uh, Trump is going to need to face when he's running. He's going to need to face to, the the cookies when it comes to the vaccines. To, to like, borrow he can't the just push for, it under the rug. I
1: mean, he was a great running back. That's something to me. You stiff arm. Yeah,
2: he didn't like, have nothing else. all don't it.
1: Don't, don't even bother with it. Just yeah.
2: You some things. You, some things that. you got. Some things you have to. Like what's his name, Vernon Jones? He was very clear why he left the Democratic Party. Why he was going with Republican. It wasn't just like look, they're crazy. No, he vocalized. He was clear. He was concise. And he gave you reason because a lot of people, they see people come over to the Republican Party. They're like, I'm not voting for them. They're just another Democrat trying to pretend they're this. But he explained himself. He put out who he actually was. And Walker failed to do that. hundred percent.
0: Okay. So continuing with that. And yes, so the Senate is held by Democrats a little stronger than it was. How much do we predict the Republicans are going to cave in the next few weeks?
3: You don't even have to identify the issue. The answer is
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, they're supposedly saying they won't pass certain things unless you get certain things, but I don't have a lot of hope for it.
1: Weren't they all on board with all the earmarks and everything already? I mean, that's the first foot that they put forward is they want to get their earmarks.
0: Well, The
3: first foot forward is that they're going to do immigration reform and that they're gonna fund the government for the rest of this fiscal year instead of just until January or February. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I heard both on the funding. Is that their last thing that they're saying that they're gonna do it?
3: Uh, Schumer said he wants to do it and that he's working hard with McConnell to come to a to a deal.
0: Was it was it was it McCarthy somebody that was a statement this morning saying none of these big bills, we're gonna debate everything one by one, blah, blah, blah. So again, do I believe it? No but somebody made at least a half-decent statement about it. The immigration thing, is that going to come to fruition or still only a few people on board?
3: I think it's got a lot of people on board, but there, there's supposedly some poison pills in it that are going to, you know, like the path to citizenship, for instance, is going to make it hard, hard for it to ultimately pass, but they're going to do everything they can to try and smuggle it in the darker night. I mean, but, that to me, the the whole... The whole notion that we should have lame duck sessions every two years is ridiculous. I mean, it, it's a vestige of, of the 18th century in 1789 when we had the first Congress. There's mm-hmm. no need to, to wait from November 8th until January 3rd for the new Congress gets sworn in. It's just no need whatsoever.
0: Am I historically correct that Congress way back when was not meeting all year anyway, so they wouldn't have been there at this time? And that's why you waited for the new Congress?
3: um i believe the reason they used that they gave time was just because it took a long time for them to travel from their home districts to dc
0: right but the incumbents they didn't meet 12 months a year did they
3: i don't think so but i don't know
0: right i mean i don't know that anybody would have predicted that they would still be there in december so and yes to get the new guys in you needed time and it is it is ridiculous and the more that people not running anymore know that they can get away with stuff. Everybody plays the game. Now we have five senators who'll play along with us and give us anything we want. They won't get punished. Let's do it. So it's oh. actually a very scary time.
1: Yeah, I mean, the lame duck is more of an issue when the, there's a switch of control from one party to another. Otherwise.
0: No, I think it's very bad here because the Republicans who love to screw their constituents, the ones they supposedly represent, Are probably more excited about this period than the Democrats are. Fair point. (laughs) I mean, and that's really, really sad, but. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. So it started, the lame duck that we have now session began in 1993 with dates or 1933 with changes to the 20th Amendment.
1: Yeah. And we have that in New Jersey every two years also. Yeah, ours
2: doesn't meet all year either. We've got a, a short. Short season and long season, I guess you could call it. Short term, long term. Yeah. Wasted time. Anyway.
3: Okay.
1: So, business uh, as, as usual. That's the bottom line,
0: mm-hmm. more or less. Well, and Bigger- this is business worse than usual. Because once they have the house, they won't be able to cave on as many things, right? But we'll have hearings on Hunter Biden.
3: We'll, get we'll your have buck. hearings and hearings, and they'll talk and they'll talk and they'll talk. That's what'll. So,
2: happen. so with the January sixth uh, committee hearings, who do you guys think they've referred for criminal cases to the DOJ? Any guesses? No, I think
3: I think they're going to refer Nancy Pelosi. They're going to ask her to be purple. I'm joking. They're not going to refer anybody.
0: No, the committees. I thought they said they're definitely. They
2: referring are referring people, people over here. to the DOJ. Lynn
0: Cheney's committee hmm. Yeah. And it'll be what, two years for J Sixers in jail pretty soon.
2: hmm.
0: Yep. And we care because. Oh, I guess Avenatti is going to jail for a long time. He'll be the only one in jail longer than the J Sixers, maybe. Who is that? Avenatti. Remember, he was supposed to run for president. Stormy Daniels lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a popular man on cable TV for a while. Lost out to Fauci. Well, speaking
1: of Liz Cheney, I think Time had her included as one of the potential persons of the year. She was a she she was
2: a
0: backup to Zelensky. Yeah. Oh
2: gosh.
0: Yeah. So Zelensky was uh, named Person
2: of the Year. Did I not see Time magazine? Zelensky
0: was named Person. Listen, I get it. Zelensky was. What really. Zulensky. I thought that was a joke. Somebody one of you guys were making a joke I know, just said it, that. It, it's not the best person, it's the most uh, consequential. And it's an argument that he's the most in the news and the most consequential. Is uh,
1: that to be well, made? Musk Musk was a candidate and I think uh,
0: Musk came later in the year because Zelensky's been around all year. And they don't want to honor doing what? Story, so. Who was the, the person he, of he, the year last year? Learning? Just being in the news.
2: Who won last year? Or was it last year? Like Caitlyn Jenner or some crap? <laughs> I mean, it's not like they've got high standards that they're going for here, either so, way. But I mean,
0: be- begging for money and losing a war qualifies you as person of the year. Well, I don't know what the criteria are, but to me, it's somebody who's in the news the most. So, if that's wow. it, then then he has an argument. Doesn't mean he's a good guy. So, yeah, yeah I mean, well, and Musk will be around maybe next year. We'll see what happens. So, speaking, speaking of people, Musk, so he finally Musk, realized the that's
3: edge a, that's the big story of the week to me. Oh, Elon Musk was last year. Walk-aways. that was. Musk
2: was last year. Was he? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Was this because of SpaceX, and wow. or because he leapfrogged SpaceX or something. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh, in
2: 2012 it was Greta Thunberg. Oh my gosh. It,
0: it was who? Greta, Greta Thunberg. Oh,
2: 2012. How <laughs> dare you? The best
0: of. Um, the best of the best. Yeah, I think Musk finally noticed that he had, had a guy named James Baker there. Mm-hmm. Got rid of him. It will be interesting to see if even more stuff comes out.
2: There's gotta be more. But
3: well, yeah. supposedly there was they were supposed to drop stuff on Sunday and Monday, and that's what led to Baker's firing, that the stuff wasn't coming through, and they finally figured out that the bottleneck was him. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah. I- it's it unbelievable he was actually there. I mean, it you know, it, it's really. I, I, I think I said to you guys privately that it, it was it, it's heartening to see that Musk is cleaning house and got rid of him as quickly as he did. But it's mm-hmm. disheartening to see just
0: On how deep, entrenched
3: these deep state people mm-hmm. are I mean, they're right. everywhere.
0: Yep. How and I, pretty much the same names. I know somebody opined that the reason he didn't get rid of James Baker before this is this way he's got much more goods on him, so to speak, and it'll be harder for Baker to sue him. He's like, he kind of set him up and caught him mm. in the act. Whether that's true or not, I have no mm-hmm. And Baker will end up making a lot more money somewhere else. I mean, to me, the sad part of all of these stories is no one will ever be held accountable in any meaningful way, period.
1: Nope. Yeah, it seems that way, right? That's the expectation for I sure. Mean, the
0: FBI regularly meeting to censor stuff. Katie Hobbs censoring stuff, it, mm-hmm. it's, and there's just there's no will well, on the part of almost anyone.
3: Yeah, I mean, it would be anyone. I mean, you shouldn't use vague terms like that. The Republican Party is the one that has to hold people accountable.
0: Excuse me. Excuse me. I am woke, and I will use they as often as I want. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) All right. Now, back to your Uh, point, Ned, what's wrong with they? It's they
3: you're talking about accountability. If you want accountability, let's start by naming names, the ones who should be holding who should be holding account, uh, uh, holding the other side accountable is the Republican Party at the government level. And on the private level, Uh, we should be doing mass boycotts of of these companies the same way the left organized advertisers to leave twitter the the same way that they organize boycotts of our stuff we need to just really play hardball and we don't
0: well i'm saying okay so i want accountability for the fbi people who did what they did but that means basically accountability for the very top people in doj and and even higher and
3: if kevin mccarthy stood up and said this is going to end, or the government is going to stop operating, then that would be that's how you'd start doing it.
0: Okay. No, that's one great name, 100%. Um, anybody want to take some odds on that happening?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, just because that's not. No, Ed,
0: you're 100% right. The people at that level, if they said we're shutting down the government, unless, but like I but said, not just it, shutting it you down. You have to
3: make the case. The Republican but- Party not only won't act. It's the one area where they won't talk. They won't lay the case out for what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, lay it, the problem it, it, out on the table, and then instead of letting the instead of just shutting the government down and letting the Democrats say, "Oh, you're trying to starve Grandma of her Social Security," say, "No, we're trying to rein in the, this rogue FBI. We're trying to rein in this rogue Justice Department. We're trying to rein in these rogue actors right. that are coming after parents that." PTA meetings.
0: Okay. So does that get back to Schumer's famous line of they have six ways till Sunday that they're all at least as scared? Right.
3: I can't help scared. I I I live through scared all the time. I have stuff that I have to deal with. If if these elected people can't stand the heat in the kitchen, they need to get 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 the
2: the heck out. out. I mean, look at look at even Musk right now. What did what did he stand up and say the other day? There's probably people that want to take me out, and it'd be pretty easy.
1: He's going. How to many to people
2: suicide.
1: hate him right now? Yeah. I mean, there's multiple layers to this. Obviously one is that the Republicans suck and they can't even stand up for the constitutional rights of not, not just people that support them, the base, but everybody. Um, but it, it also speaks to the elections too, because this is remains one of the biggest factors. as to why the Republicans are losing. I mean, I mean, there's, again, we come back to a lot of variables and a lot of it falls on the Republicans th- themselves, M- McConnell did with the money and all that other stuff. But when you're talking about free speech being squelched, pol- dissenting political voices being shut down, silenced, it obviously has had a huge impact. OK, and how had you huge impact in 2020 with Trump? They they admitted it That's part of what this whole dump was about when you read through it last week. They they were purposely trying to shut us up so that Trump would lose. And and it worked. And so what the hell? So what are the Republicans doing? Are they going to fight for our rights? Or are they going to fight to actually win at the polls? Because if they don't do anything about this, they're they're seeding on both of those points.
0: I think that's what Ed just said.
1: <laughs> no, I think he was he was talking more about the Republican. He was talking more about holding accountable the people in the FBI and everything like that. But what I'm what I'm saying is. It's it, it's not just about your your rights. It's also about the the elections, losing elections.
0: Well, well thank Rona for that. Either they're going to take advantage and have taken advantage mm-hmm. of the same mechanisms, or they're afraid of somebody, or they just don't care, or all of the above.
2: I'm going with all the above.
0: I mean, but you look at people like Harry Lake, you know, people who are very outspoken and try to take it on and she'll be forgotten and i think the message is pretty clear if you really really go out there and fight you're you're finished so you need an incredible amount of courage and no one's got even a little bit of courage
3: carrie lake is almost already forgotten
0: okay i said it a minute ago I, A minute has passed since then so it's possible it's just very, it's very sad. One thing we don't have is leaders. And by the way, I think our system is made that you can't have leaders, because you can't make it up that high, without having compromised your way up to the top.
2: That's true.
0: I, I agree know, but that. Rand way. Paul compromised? I'm sorry?
2: Yeah, but what's Rand Paul's not leading any, I don't think he is, but what's he leading? I'm saying. At yeah, the I think you of-
0: can you can make it pretty high without compromising. You can become a senator one in a, you can become one out of a hundred senators, two out of hundred senators, but you're not getting leadership positions in the party. Right. And somebody like MTG got the message for everybody. If you want to be outspoken, you will have nothing, and she she's never going to make it to become a party leader. And everybody sees that. So everybody has a ceiling beyond which they can't dare to climb.
2: Yeah, no, I think we've got a a handful of them, but they'll never get to that point. We've got the Jim Jordans, you've got the Rand Paul, but they're never going to go anywhere when it comes to that. Somebody will shut them down if they try.
0: Yep. I mean, does anybody think McCarthy's really going to lose or is this just some kind of big uh, smoke and mirrors game?
2: I'm hoping he loses, but it's not going to happen. He's going to have to have the support of all of them.
0: Well, he's out there saying, but if I lose, then we're going to get, you know, some horrific Democrat, which I don't believe, so... Ed, what do you think?
3: I think that we deserve a horrific Democrat.
2: (laughs) And would any of them be any worse?
3: That's the question. And you know what? I think it would actually be a good thing for the Republican Party to lose that too. This nonsense that these fake Republicans help us is really the heart of the problem. And the sooner we learn that they're not helping us and the sooner we stop supporting them, the better we're going to be.
0: I guess it's only hopeful in the sense that if they lost even more, that somebody would notice and vote better people in. There's a hopeful note hidden in there.
2: Maybe.
3: I mean, insofar as voting is going to solve the problem, and I'm not sure that it can, that's the only way that it can solve the problem, by punishing these bad actors.
0: Yeah. Instead of rewarding them for such a lousy election, and, and McCarthy gets promoted.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I think it would be a great thing if if somehow a Democrat wound up being Speaker of the House, not because I'm for the Democrats, but because McCarthy and and all of his leadership team needs to be punished. Thanks. They don't stand up for the right thing. I mean, right now, if you watch him on some of the shows, he's he's running around pretending to be a foil for for McConnell, pretending to say, "Oh, we, you know, there's no reason not to wait," but the guy. The guy didn't say anything during the campaign. He didn't make any of the strong arguments for Republican leadership that he's pretending to make now. It's all it's all a dog and pony show. And you know, he just wants he doesn't want the blame when when there's capitulation. To me, see it, buddy. I don't need you.
0: Yeah, well, I definitely agree with you that he is making a little bit more noise now. And I definitely believe he's doing that because he thinks we're stupid. Why would he think we're stupid? Gee, I can't imagine. <laughs> Probably because we are stupid. <laughs> Listen, I I, as you know, I follow Israeli politics quite closely. And what's going on there is they're still fussing around with the coalition and they may have to ask for more time to build a coalition. And everybody's out there doing this posturing. And the obvious question is, wait a minute, you had power for 10 years. Why are you posturing now? We know two weeks from now you're going to forget it all. And it's just like here. So, but people are dumb.
3: But you know what? That's why I think what Elon Musk is doing is far more important and valuable than what's going on in Washington, D.C. The more he pulls the curtain back and the more he shows us what's really going on, the, the more it's going to help people get motivated to act.
0: Okay, so I guess, I'll, I guess I'll be contrary for a change. He's showing it to those of us who already are open to believing it. Most people in the country will never even know that it's happening. I mean, you see what all the news channels wow. are doing, you know, the old news stuff and the headlines. I, I can't read most of the stories. The whole thing is a big nothing burger. Nothing must revealed really means anything. So they're so good at hiding this away Who in the middle will ever really hear about this and care?
2: Only the ones that are on Twitter. And that's it.
0: Well,
1: that's the thing. Even I saw Brent Brazell on on Fox. And the media wasn't, they're not
0: even covering it.
3: Forget about lying about it.
0: And it doesn't exist for most of the media. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Lots of people are on Twitter, not just for political stuff, but just because all the celebrities are on Twitter. So I think that the news is eventually going to filter out.
1: Yeah, and look, Musk himself is, is a celebrity, right? So everybody knows what's going on with Twitter, and they're you know he's he does get a lot of attention on his own. So there there is that at least, but yeah, I mean it, it's you know the CNNs, you know the what? MSNBCs that they weren't even
0: they weren't even really covering it at all. Again, <laughs> whether they kill Musk or not, you heard they're going after him for having bedrooms at Twitter.
3: For having what?
0: Bedrooms, rooms in which there are beds. Apparently, there are several offices and corporate headquarters where there are beds, and now the zoning and the codes people are coming after him. I mean, <laughs> they can throw so much at him like they did to Trump. You know, will they take him down somehow, some way, whether it's taxes or investigating all of his companies or so? You know, Trump just got what convicted on 17 counts, his organization. Yeah, eight for
2: one and nine for
0: the other. Yeah, there's no end to what they can do to drive you crazy. So I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. But you wonder at what point, if they can't squash it, what they will do. Who knows? Listen, I'm not on Twitter. Um, I don't really know much about Twitter at all. But if I'm on Twitter, do I necessarily see these things or I only see the people I want to see?
1: Well, if you're like me, you see what you want to see in a lot of ways because, um, you know, I use TweetDeck and I have lists of who I follow, and that's what I'm interested in. And so, unless I come across somebody, well,
2: couldn't he be uh, the same? Think- couldn't he do the same thing and we not know it that they were doing? I mean, we knew that they were setting certain algorithms, so we would see certain things. So, what's to say that he doesn't have his engineers pushing out everything he wants them to see? If he wants push all that news out, why not?
3: Why I'm not the heck a regular not? on Twitter, but I do get not suggested either. tweets all the time. So it's not just who you follow. I think that the information is going to get out. That's what yeah, I think. That's
2: that's what he should do. Whatever you just said, what are they suggested tweets? He should do that for all that information for all of them.
3: And do
1: you guys use the actual twitter.com? I
2: don't use it at all. like because once in a you, blue blue. When moon. you go
1: when you go on there, you're getting stuff pushed in front of your face
2: are you well good oh, yeah. i hope he pushes all this corrupt crap in front of I mean, everybody you know, and he needs I, to have a finger pointing at him i told you so a whole bunch of them
1: so you know i've had that guy what's his name david Hogg. Hogue, Hogg. hog whatever are you serious i've seen his tweets yep <sighs> it's like please please stop
0: <laughs> is he like in harvard or something
1: i have no idea don't care Sounds like a place for him.
0: (laughs) Yes. You know what? The American electorate, as proven by this last election again, is so dumb. I would like to think this would change certain minds, but, you know, it can't fire me up more than I am, obviously. So, Uh, I don't know.
3: I'll take the other side of that one, Stephen. I I don't know that that the last election proves that the American electorate is dumb. I think if they looked at what the Republican Party offered and said, you know what, we don't like the Democrats, but we're not really all that excited about what you're offering us Republicans, so some of us are going to stay home, that doesn't sound dumb to me at but all. that
0: proves my point, then nothing with Twitter releases will change that either, because still the Republicans will do nothing. So it doesn't help.
3: Again, but
1: as much as Republican messaging sucked, I mean, you know, Political parties lose just because they're in power, they're in office and, you know, things aren't going well. I mean, that, that's that been the history of it. This year, it bucked the historical trend. And the, and then the question remains, why? Right. And then we have the big tech.
2: Because, bri- because Biden is such a good speech. president, Mike.
1: Big tech, free speech. And then all the other stuff that the Democrats have been able to do to exploit the early voting and the ballot harvesting and all that.
3: I think again, the
1: Republicans are probably,
3: yeah, let me say this. Those are my, probably my two
1: top ones.
3: The Republican party was formed in the 1850s because the Whig party refused to take positions on the issue of the day, which was slavery. The Republican party today refuses to take stands on the issues of the day, be it election integrity, be it um, the the transgender stuff. All the big issues of the day, the Republican Party is silent. And at some point, the electorate is going to get so sick of it that they're going to move on. It hasn't happened yet. You don't know when it's going to happen. But, I mean, the Whig Party disintegrated in about four years in the 1850s. So You know um, more
0: about history than I do, but I'm going to argue none of the necessary ingredients exist that make it in any way possible for a third party. We don't have real men. Real men are made fun of. We don't have people willing to take risks. The country's too big. There's far too much money in politics. I don't think it. there's literally no way to get anywhere without one of these parties. I, I don't see any way I mean, in the world.
3: Trump way. was almost a third party. I mean, he did co-opt the Republican party, but-
0: Right, and he, he was- didn't make a third party. He tried, to, like you say, to co-opt it. There's no mechanism. I mean, listen, we're we're obviously peripherally involved in the, quote, Libertarian Party, but it has so many flaws and it's so wacko. And people like in New Hampshire, several people will run on a Libertarian ticket. But for all of the reasons that we know about, it's not viable. So
3: but it can I mean, the third party can happen in in two ways. I mean, you could get something new popping up to replace the Republican Party or you can get someone like Harmeet Dillon running and winning on a on an explicitly populist platform for RNC, and you can have all these fake Republicans leave the party and follow Liz Cheney into a new party. It can happen that way, too. So I don't know which way it's going to happen. That
0: weakens the party. I mean, maybe the only way it can happen is grassroots and up over a very long time. But I just how, does it weaken the,
3: how does it weaken the party if all the Mitt Romneys and... And Lisa Murkowski's and and all those and McT- McConnell's, if they leave the party and say we're going to follow Liz Cheney, how does that? If they
0: take their really voters stop. instead of having yeah, they take their ones, voters
2: and then you're and stuck
3: okay, with okay, well, you permanent what, minority. It's better to have a, a good, you know, it's like Sam Adams said, you know, a tireless minority that's willing to fight is is better than having people that aren't but, willing but to fight you your way. But, but you at this point, if we
2: if we're that small party. And we are that minority. What are we fighting for? We're going to get crushed every time. And how long are they going to keep fighting?
3: We get our message out that way. That's what happens. You have to... You have to right, but they're not going to
2: rely on our vote, so they're not going to give you crap. So we're getting our message oh. out to a new party that's already there, that's already established, has money well, they're corrupting. right
3: now? Right now, we're getting our asses kicked every election anyway. Well,
2: we are, but I don't think splitting off another one is anything. I think you need to revolt within the party and transform it. I don't know how that looks or how we do it, but that's what needs to happen. People we're putting on Facebook convince. constantly, I'm going back to the Tea Party or I'm going to the Constitutional Party. Well, how about you help fix the one that we've got flipping right now?
3: We have no better chance of persuading the McConnells and the Romneys and the Murkowski's than we have of convincing the the Pelosi's and the Clyburns and and the Bidens. It's just that they're they're equally unreachable. So to partner with them is foolish to me.
0: No, you have to take it over, but without the mechanism, I don't think you could do anything. And and maybe yes, if you won all the local elections and the people who won so many school board elections and stuff. If they found themselves in power at county levels and city levels and stuff like that and kept pushing, there would be a prayer. But again, I think the way politics works, even if you're super honest, as you get up in the party, there's so much money, so much temptation. I don't see how people stay straight. Yeah, you'll get a DeSantis here and there. And hopefully he stays that way. You'll get a few others, but I just don't think it can happen. Too much money, too much filth, too much power so you're saying you want us to see
3: i was gonna say unfold your white flag and hold it up for us
0: no i i don't have a white flag at all i just don't think the taking over a party um That, that starts way down at the local level extremely difficult because i mean even the four of us don't agree about it so The people at the local level, half of them are going to say take over the party, half of them are going to say, you know, build another party. And, you know, conservatives are not, um, well, how do I know what to put this? Liberals are collectivists, and they will fight very hard together with no brain power whatsoever to do whatever the collective wants. Conservatives are individualists, and we're, we're never going to get that collective power Enough to do anything. That's just the way I look at it. We don't work together the way they do. You saw what they're doing now in, in Massachusetts and in Boston. They're trying to give 16-year-olds the vote.
3: Yep. I saw.
0: Yeah. So you can't have a gun till you're 50, but at 16 you can vote, and at 12 you can have sex change surgery. It's slightly confusing.
3: It's not confusing at all. Well, that's the point spread. to put out
2: 16 year olds who are confused because they still don't understand life and make have them make that uh grown-up decision
0: well right. and right. that's all. life at 22 either if you go to college obviously. yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're
3: trying to sow chaos
0: they're that's doing the, a phenomenal I job i mean they have done a phenomenal job look at how much they've succeeded in totally undermining a country in I don't know, four five, six decades, whatever it is, totally undermining a country using, using, you know, all those books, all the dystopian books as their, uh, you know, their planning mechanism, their blueprint. <laughs> they have a little bit from every book. I mean, you look at this, the Supreme court case. Now, Ed, you're the lawyer. I assume you're following it pretty closely. The, uh, this is the website building case right? Yeah,
2: right. out of Colorado.
0: Yeah, where they're literally trying to force people to say two plus two is five. And
2: well, who was who was it? Neil Gorsuch that Gorsuch. was coming up against him real good.
3: Right. He, when they were he, doing their opening, Gorsuch brought up the Jack Phillips. Um,
2: yeah, having to go to the, what is it?
3: Case.
2: Yeah, because they sent him to, to camp, to re-education camp. It's like, no, they just made sure that he knew, knew uh, Colorado law better.
0: Yeah, that, it's ridiculous. that was a great line. But the fact is, you know, hopefully we win that one six, three, or five to four. But when you have that resting on the heads of two people that we could be forced to say two plus two equals five, we're in bad shape. hmm The fact that that's even in a court forcing someone to do something like that well you know what let's no let's scary. be
2: let's just be thankful that it has made it that the supreme court did take that up and that we do have that conservative majority and they are faith-filled people and hopefully that comes out our way right i'm just grateful that it's in that court
0: so to be you know to continue with my cynical hat if you go back to the guns ruling and you see how so many states just literally ignore it and in your face, don't care what they said and know that all you can do is relitigate it. You know, they went after Phillips. How many times?
3: More than once. I don't know how many,
0: right? So even if you get the Supreme court ruling, they'll just ignore it. And in your face, like New York did with guns and other States are doing with guns. There was a great court ruling apparently in Oregon, or actually there were two confusing ruling rulings, in Oregon about guns. Have you guys following that at all? Apparently one, there was, one judge did enjoin join them from enforcing a bunch of new gun laws. I'm not sure if it was based on federal law or the Oregon constitution, the right to bear arms or something. So there's some confusion about it. But the point is the left doesn't necessarily care what the Supreme Court says if it doesn't go their
3: way. But why do we care? And why do we care what's happening in New York? And why do we care what's happening in Oregon? I mean, the way the, the left is leading the way on this, and we should follow that way. I mean, I've been saying that on this show for a while. We we need to really learn federalism, and we need to stop worshiping at the altar of these Supreme Court just justices. They get to talk, but we we need to run our states our way, and and that's what DeSantis is showing in Florida. Now, he, he there are things that you know I'm I, he's not the god that I think that he is, but. Or that that I think he's been portrayed as, but um, he's he's doing the best that he can. And, you know, just this week, he talked about going after the vaccine manufacturers. Um, You know, federal law prohibits him, but he's basically saying, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, can you
0: explain that? I wanted to ask you about that. So the feds, it was they passed a law giving immunity. It was a deal with the companies with immunity. Did that work?
3: Um, it's, it's the prep act and I forget what the, what prep stands for, but it basically insulates them from liability. Um, even, I mean, they have to, the, 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 level of proof has to be, uh, there's a really high level of proof and the, and the injury has to have been foreseen beforehand. Um, negligence is not enough, um, even criminal negligence is not enough. But um, I think DeSantis is saying, we don't care what federal law says. We're going to do the best that we can.
0: That's I mean, not being a professional in that area. That's sort of what it sounds like. So he's going to allow people to take them to state courts, basically.
3: Yeah, I mean, under the federal constitution, a state court judge is probably going to try and throw those cases out. but. I mean, he's doing, that's what, the, that's what a governor can do. He's, there's, there are limits to what he can do, but he's, he's not using those limits as a reason to not act. He's using those limits to say, okay, I'm gonna do, go all the way up to the max of what I can do. And then you know what? When we have 50 or 100 or 1,000 plaintiffs that file lawsuits and get thrown out of court, they're all gonna be really pissed off. And that's gonna help lead to more demands for action at the federal level and, and at the state level. And and that's what you have to do. I mean, there's no, you know, solution that we we think of it today and it gets implemented tomorrow. The left fights a long term, a long war, and we've got to fight a long war. And we've got to take all the steps and and do all the battles, even when we even when we know we're going to lose, because part of winning in the long run is laying out your case and showing what the problem is. Nobody knows what the problem is right now.
0: I mean, I think it's fantastic that he said he's going to do something with that. It'd be interesting to see if Texas or anybody else picks up on it, um, if there are any other decent states would, that would go along. Survey says... I mean, the best he could get basically would be a judge to do some kind of judgment against Pfizer, Moderna, et cetera, and then they just take it up to a federal court and vacate it, Right.
3: Honestly, I think that there's an argument that the prep Act is unconstitutional. <clears throat> I don't think that there's any commerce by definition, the only purchaser of these vaccines is the federal government. And when the when the uh, vaccines are distributed to to citizens, it's being distributed for free by a government en- entity it, or even by pharmacies that are empowered that are paid by the government. But no consumer is paying for it um, I've seen a case out of Pennsylvania that came down last year or I guess it's earlier this year uh, where they tried to immunize gun manufacturers that way and the state court struck it down and said it, it was beyond Congress's power. you can't immunize you can't immunize this because there's no commerce. you know if somebody uses a gun to kill uh, you know, to kill a third person, that third person was not engaged in commerce. There's no, You can't stop him from suing a gun manufacturer. Now, I don't agree with that, with the gun manufacturer being liable, but I agree with the constitutional proposition. And uh, candidly, I've been looking for somebody willing to fund that kind of litigation and so that I can bring that kind of case. I, I've got a whole theory that's developed on that. And I I don't believe Congress had the power to to pass the Prep Act and to limit the ability of a consumer who's not buying uh, a vaccine from suing.
2: Yeah, but what about the what about the consumer that's being forced to take it?
3: Because all the consumer, Congress, Congress. Here is what Congress says: you You, the consumer, cannot sue Pfizer, and and but congress can only do that if you're making a purchase they can congress has the power to regulate commerce if if as a consumer i'm not purchasing that vaccine the the people forced to take it they're not paying for a vaccine they it's being forced on them they're taking it they're they're getting it for free they're not paying for it it's not a sale
2: they're paying so, for it with their flipping lives all these people that no, have died for saying, it, i'll tell you that
0: but I'm saying it's not commerce. I, know what, to... sa- I
2: know what okay, you're saying. Okay,
0: so I hear what you're saying. It's not commerce. And I'm assuming what you're saying is gifts aren't commerce. But it's no worse than saying that if we do or don't take the shot, that affects how much grain we're going to buy next week and stop and shop. And they can always lean on that.
3: Right. Wicker v. Filburn is a very often criticized case. And I think that that's something that can be litigated. And, and you know, the right case can be brought. And you know, if you have a, a sympathetic enough plaintiff, I think that there's a strong argument that the PREP Act is unconstitutional, that it's beyond Congress's power because there's no commerce involved. And we should someone should bring that lawsuit. Like I said, I've been looking for a couple months now trying to find somebody who would fund it. I've talked to some people. Uh, I don't want to name names, but uh, in private, I'd be happy to talk to you about some of the people I've talked to, people that have said that they're interested in funding these kinds of litigations, but backed away. Um, but I, I, I think that there are things that can be done. I mean.
0: Okay. So you're doing it on, on this. It's not commerce. Therefore they can't regulate it. What about the issue of, so basically if uh, if I sue a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company for killing me with a vaccine, that's under tort law? Yes. Product liability law. So now, first of all, is that state law or is that federal law?
3: State, well, it's state law, but the federal government it passed a law regulating that commerce and preempting state laws, including
0: tort law. By saying it's commerce. Okay, so that's kind of just the, the middle Correct. stage of this. They can only doing, do it by saying it's commerce. And even in commerce, what gives the authority to a government to give away your right to sue when somebody wrongs you. How does that work?
3: Well, Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution says that Congress has the power to regulate interstate commerce. So if you're dealing with...
0: But, that, But that's not regulating interstate, interstate commerce. That's saying that if interstate, interstate commerce kills me, I've lost any, you know...
3: It would be like saying if the federal government passed a statute that said anybody flying on an airplane across state lines is not allowed to sue for damages. That might be an unwise law, but Article One, Section 8 of the Constitution almost certainly authorizes Congress to pass such a law.
0: See, that's well, where I'm missing something. I don't see how that's regulating commerce.
3: Well, We're you're talking about... You're purchasing but- a ticket from... from
0: Yes, and, and they can right. regulate how much I pay for the ticket and they can regulate what seat I sit in, but they can't regulate something that happens as a result of that from which I'm herded. From which Are I'm it. That's Sorry, what is,
1: it, is, it, is it regulating commerce, re- regulating the commerce between the states? Well, uh, that's why that's stupid. I'm sorry, that's I'm stupid sorry to if learn. I'm, No, that's if the, the, the
0: grain case got rid of that. I'm just, I'm having trouble with this idea that regulating commerce means... I they give up my right to not be harmed by somebody else. that that's why I'm a little stuck here.
3: They're the federal Constitution says that when you buy something in interstate commerce, the federal government can regulate that sale
0: right. but they're not regulate the
3: Constitution says. It's, of course they are. They're regulating the terms and conditions of the sale. Okay, but but Steve, you're saying basically they're regulating your rights away.
0: Yeah, they're not regular. Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is they're not regulating the sale. Right. They're not telling me where I have to buy it and how much I have to pay. They're mm-hmm. regulating what happens after the sale that in use of that product, I'm getting hurt. I don't see where that's the commerce end of it. That's that's what I don't see.
3: Yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying. Well, there's the, the argument on the other side is. If the airline industry wouldn't exist because people would sue it into bankruptcy, Congress can intervene and say, "No, this is you're not allowed to but, sue for that." But but they're only going to sue if, like,
1: you know, the airline did something wrong. They didn't properly maintain
3: the, the aircraft. Right? Understood. And yeah. but that's a political decision. If if we think, I mean, I I, I started off by saying I think mm-hmm. that would be an unwise statute. I don't agree with the statute. But I think it's clearly authorized by the Constitution. Now, I could they do it, it?
0: Could they do it the opposite way and say we're taking it out of the jurisdiction of the court to hear such cases? And and put it where? They don't have to put it anywhere. Don't aren't they in charge of jurisdiction of courts? Yes. So but they can state, say not
3: state courts. They would have to preempt the the remedy in order to bar a state court from
0: hearing it. Okay, and and that would be really a stretch to say that's commerce that we're taking that one away. So yeah, I I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a law student. It would be interesting if anybody sees it my way that that stops to be commerce. I I understand
3: what you're saying. I just I don't think even with the expansive view of the commerce clause, I I don't think I don't think you're right about what you're saying. I think that when you You know, when you enter a transaction with me, if part of the terms of the transaction are that I'm not taking personal liability, you have to deal with my corporation, that's a term of sale. That's a term of the contract. And if the government wants to turn around and say, no, you can't you can't have limited liability or you must have limited liability. I mean, if if there's a sale involved, Congress has the power to 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 intervene. Whether it's wise or not is a separate question.
0: Okay, even if it were a sale, even if I were paying five bucks for the vaccine, what about the fact that they forced me to enter into the interaction?
3: Into the <laughs> That's a separate question. But getting back to DeSantis and, and whether a, what a state court judge could do, I think a creative state court judge could turn around and say, PrEP Act is unconstitutional. I'm not enforcing it. And I'm going to go with the state remedy. That's what a judge can do. And that's what liberal judges do on liberal issues. That's what the liberal judges are doing, trying to overturn the Bruin decision on guns. They're saying, we're not bound by that. This is, you know, I mean, they're not saying it's an unconstitutional decision, but they're trying to poke holes in it. So So in in
0: in your perfect world, DeSantis could get a judge to do this, they would have to then take it up through the federal courts. And in your perfect world, the Supreme Court could say, you know what, let's narrow that grain case. Um, I'm not following that, but as they far could as... say, you know what? This isn't commerce. In other words, if things went the way you would want them to go, then DeSantis would win a state case and it would wind its way up to SCOTUS and SCOTUS would say, you know what? This isn't commerce; they can't regulate away your right to sue. Correct. Okay. At the and state you'd actually level, can win they re- a big commerce, you'd win a big commerce case. At okay, the definitely. state
2: level, can they redefine themselves what commerce is in their state?
0: No, uh, because he, he's saying that's what the Constitution says. That, that's, that's I mean, problem. it's
3: a federal statute, so they'd have to make a determination as to whether the federal Constitution authorized that statute. And if I, if I were a judge sitting in a Florida state court, I would be at least tempted to make to to come to the holding that the federal government didn't have the power to to pass this statute, so it's unconstitutional. It can't be enforced, right? I mean, if if you know, there's lots of things Congress can't do. It's beyond Congress's power. And when they when they pass a statute that's beyond their power, a, a court can properly say we're not going to enforce the statute. That's what I think that a Florida court should do. Uh, it won't be a case brought by DeSantis, but it'll be a case brought by some injured plaintiff in Florida who's who's got vaccine injury. Well, and, they're all dead in is Florida. Injured. He's
0: going to have to <laughs> import somebody.
3: Well, uh, that's you, you need you need some sympathetic plaintiffs and, you know, who are able to make that case. And then the lawyer has to persuasively make the case that on the law, the PrEP Act is unconstitutional. Are and you aware of
0: anything in history that parallels this of the government forcing people to do something and then regular? like buy
3: buy insurance, right? Like buying Obamacare,
0: yeah. <laughs> and okay, and then of in course that's a, that's a tax. Did they that's also indemnify anybody who was screwed by those programs? Is that the same thing?
3: No, I mean the the, the vaccine mandate is is I want to say unprecedented, but. I mean, the reality is they were, you know, going back to the, um, that 1903 case out of Boston, um, God, the title of the case is escaping my mind where, where they allowed, they allowed a smallpox vaccine to be mandated at the local level.
0: And did um, they also say that you can't hold somebody responsible for damages in that one or they just no, you have to take No, it? no. So maybe there's a tiny open door there. Maybe. Pretty interesting stuff. And um, so there are some lawyers, you think, in this country with the brains and the guts to at least entertain it? You're talking to one right now. Obviously, we have the best one on our show. I think just the a client willing to pay for it. <laughs> right. Wow, very interesting. Well, you know, at least oh. places like, you know, Institute for Justice and some of the other, those kind of things that, listen, who's paying for the website designer? I don't know. I mean, it's a big, it's one of these, you know, advocacy organizations. So,
1: so uh, speaking of the Constitution, uh, what do you think about Trump saying, uh, you know, we need to just get rid of it because the, there may have been fraud in the election. It's funny he was backpedaling on that uh, today. I Very believe.
2: quickly he put a statement out yeah, once he got the backlash this, from.
1: The- this is what happens when you have diarrhea of the tweet. Um,
3: <laughs> so, but
1: this is part of the problem with Trump, right? He just it's just
3: that he has diarrhea. I wish we had, I wish we had Daniel here today to to defend Trump on that because I know he would. <laughs> um, I think i I understand the spirit of what Trump was trying to say. Sure, of course. and I'm sympathetic to it, but his words matter. Yeah. you know we, we've had wars started because presidents and right. secretaries of state have have said things that uh, that were imprecise at best and right. led to disastrous consequences. but
1: um, it's also stupid because he, he's playing right into the
0: stereotype of him that the left has, which is he's a fascist. Well, they have the stereotype <laughs> because he doesn't have a sphincter muscle. I mean, well, that is the reality of Trump. And the interesting thing is, has he really buried his chances? And if he has, will he ever know it? So even if he has, that's not going to stop him from making a mess of the Republican Party.
3: I think the bigger the bigger issue to me is, you can. I believe I believe that the election was stolen from him. I think it was rigged. I think. What, what the Twitter releases, are? we've only gotten a small smidgen of, of what Twitter is going to release, and I, I think it already begins to confirm what we all have suspected. But there comes a point when it's over, and that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean that, the, that we stop fighting that battle. It doesn't mean that we accept the election result as legitimate, But there's no remedy anymore. The, the okay. remedy has got to be going forward. We're not going to do a do over of 2020. We're not going to reinstall him as president. The, the solution going forward is election reforms, eliminating mail in balloting, eliminating ballot harvesting, securing elections, and, and bringing the people who did these things to justice. That's the solution. But he's, you know, we've got, everybody on this show is a, is a parent. And I can say as a parent, one of the things I've had to teach my son is sometimes the bad guys win. It doesn't mean we celebrate it. It doesn't mean we're happy about it. It doesn't mean we rejoice. It doesn't mean we agree with it. But sometimes the bad guys win. And if all you can do is wail and plot revenge and and focus on this wrong from the past, you're never going to succeed in life. Sometimes you have to move forward, lick your wounds, accept that you lost, and fight the next battle. And Trump does not seem to understand that. And if he wants to be our leader, he better learn it fast. That's my view on it. Uh, no, I could
0: happen. I could write a book on what you just said. Um, it's not interesting you're saying it you know, on December seventh, which we used to recognize as a date.
3: Yes. So America should
0: have just licked its wounds. No.
3: No, we, we did exactly what we needed to do. We we gathered ourselves. We and we killed everybody. tens of
0: millions of civilians. and We are millions of civilians. Maybe we should have just realized, you know what? We wronged Japan by blockading them from oil. And maybe we shouldn't have tried to right the wrong. Instead, we fought for four years and tens of millions of people died to right a wrong. I, I don't necessarily agree with you. I think there are wrongs that are so bad that you have to fight to right those wrongs.
3: But I, I didn't say don't fight. I said... fight fight to reform the election system, fight to get election integrity, eliminate mail-in balloting, ballot harvesting, punish these people that committed uh, treason or or sedition at least, punish these people that engaged in election interference, punish these these tech companies for illegal contributions of an in-kind variety. There's lots of things you could do to fight it without Making stupid comments about suspending the constitution and installing him as king. His
0: (laughs) speech his misspeech, we're putting on the side because Trump is a horrific, horrific speaker. Um, and he says stupid stuff. But it's interesting that in certain competitions, like I've heard there's a thing called Miss Universe, I've never watched it, God forbid, in my life. But competitions like that, and in certain other areas, if you're found to be cheating, you're stripped of your title, you give back your trophy, it goes to the next guy. In certain things like certain World Series we say, no, we can punish them by taking away a draft pick or whatever, but we can't take away the trophy. I don't know why in some cases we do that. And in some cases we don't. I think ideally anybody who cheats has to step aside.
3: No, uh, the person who cheated has has to be punished. But the fact is there is zero evidence that I know of right now that Joe Biden himself was aware of any of this cheating. Maybe not zero, because he did make some allusions during the campaign to the largest vote fraud campaign in history. So it's not zero, but there is way, way inadequate evidence to convict him personally of a crime. Now, if Congress wants to impeach him, that's a remedy that's available. Fine. But you're making a gigantic leap there that... Oh, he's been it's been proved, you know, just because somebody else stole the election doesn't mean Biden stole it. Doesn't mean that Trump should be replacing Biden as president. I mean, I I I feel like it was stolen from me. I think Trump should be president. But who knows what would have happened? I mean, I I just it's an awful
0: precedent to set, I think. Well, the way he worded it. you know, Trump is brilliant you know, because if anybody can snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory is Trump. He could have made Oh, no, that's so the Republican statement. motto. Right. That he makes could made Republican. some really good Trump. statements. <laughs> and he had to find the one word to use that made him look like an idiot when he was finally looking a little bit not like an idiot.
3: But that's Trump. That's Republicans.
1: I, I again this is a problem when you look back at 2020 even if they could have proven without, you know, beyond a doubt that there was cheating and and everything like that. Could you, and let's say they couldn't, let's say they proved that there was cheating. It was still a question as to whether that would have changed it. I mean, what what are you to do at that point? You know what I mean? You can't,
0: you're not going to hold a presidential election again. No, Mike, okay, so my question, and I want to move on to other subjects before we stop for the day, but my question is, and I asked this two years ago, if you had videotaped eyewitness evidence that armed military at the orders of the president forced mm-hmm. people to vote in a certain way, and he was mm-hmm. thereby inaugurated, what would we do? Would we still say there's no remedy?
3: I, I, again, Two years it, it's, ago, it's, there might have been a remedy, but we're more than halfway through his term. There's never a true remedy, because when you have an election...
1: Guess what? People die after the election. So, you know, if you go three months down the road and find out, okay, we concluded it was stolen. You know, I mean, what do you what are you going to what are you going to do at that point?
0: I mean, I I don't necessarily have solutions that I want to talk about right now, because Michael yelled at me. Um, What do you uh, think about Snowden becoming a Russian?
3: We didn't give him any choice. I think he's a hero. I think that he's one of the first ones to begin revealing what this deep state is. And I think it's a shame and a stain on America that he's he had to renounce his American citizenship to become a Russian citizen. The guy should be a hero. He should have a medal for what he revealed. And the Republican Party should somebody in the Republican Party should stand up for him and say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to. uh champion his cause. And, and frankly, Trump should have pardoned him before he left office. I mean, especially even, I mean, he was thinking about it, leading, uh, Assange and Snowden, they were debating pardons for them, the, the, you know, the the days leading up to the end of him leaving office. After what happened with him having an election stolen and having all this big tech censorship, Why the heck didn't Trump pardon these guys and say, okay, I'll pardon you and I want the rest of the story? I mean,
1: he still capitulated to the the Mitch McConnells and all the establishment on all that stuff.
0: Right. Well, Ed, Ed, I totally agree with you. Um, On a personal level, what saddens me the most about it is I grew up obviously during the Cold War hating the Russians, blaming them for every evil in the world. And had I seen this story 20 years ago, I would be feeling sorry for Snowden for having to take on a communist citizenship. And I told myself here, you know what? We're not all that much better than Russia anymore. And he's probably not losing any freedom. And that really saddened me.
3: Well, given what he faced, if he were extradited here, he was gaining freedom.
0: But I mean, you're not that much younger than I am. And Russian citizenship was not something to be coveted, and now there's no KGB following everybody around all day like it used to be, and it's very sad to even put Russia and the United States citizenship anywhere in the same room, and it doesn't look nearly as bad as it used to, and that makes me sad, so I don't know if I'm off on that one, but
3: again i mean it, it makes me a little sad but i mean you know we haven't talked about the russia ukraine war in a while i don't think russia is the is the evil bad guy that they're being made out to be uh i don't i don't necessarily condone them invading a country but um i, I don't think that they're even re- the way you refer to them as a communist state uh, I don't think that's a fair characterization. Characterization today. No, I, I refer believe to normal that's normal. what I said.
0: When I grew up, they were the evil empire, the communist state, and I think what's sad is they're not anymore, and we're not that much better than they are. That's what I'm trying to say, and that—that's what scares me. That's what saddens me.
3: At the risk of being a Putin apologist, he is willing to say and do things to defend Western civilization that are too woke you know, that the woke people here are not willing to do.
0: Right. So. And America is not what it used to be either. And I think where I grew up, where America was, you know, 95% saintly and Russia was 95% wicked. We're more like uh, 52 to 48 right now. And that makes me sad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, I'm assuming since you brought up the Russia-Ukraine war, you're accusing Russia of blowing up your uh, North Carolina electricity in thing Morris down there
2: or more county
0: maybe they sent a missile towards kiev's electricity and it missed
2: yeah i was telling steven that i haven't heard crap about it over here i don't know what you've been seeing but i haven't been seeing anything about it
3: i heard that it was precise marksmanship
2: well that i heard yeah that first and day. That,
3: that gets me off the hook
0: uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> probably get really ed you're not seeing a lot
0: of it down there in your papers because it's all over everything i look at nationally everybody's talking about it
3: I mean, I, I've seen I've seen some stuff about it here. Um, I, I mean, what's what what's to Gina, what do you think is missing?
2: No, I'm just telling we were talking about it earlier. I said I have not heard a lot about it. It's been talked about a heck of a lot more on the national level than it has locally anywhere across the state.
0: I mean, they're going to try to pin it on the right. It seems like they're not succeeding yet. Does anybody have any clue who would do this? And why is there such a lapse in security? I would have always thought you can't just go shooting up a electricity, whatever you call factory installation, whatever you call it. Substation. Substation.
2: who knows? And
0: by the way, didn't we put a trillion dollars into infrastructure under Obama and then like another trillion dollars under Biden and maybe we put another trillion under Trump? I don't remember. How does this happen?
3: You use that word infrastructure. I don't think it means what you think it means. It mean,
0: <laughs> I don't think it does. That's what I'm saying. We always need more money for infrastructure. Apparently, we didn't harden our infrastructure. I think Maybe it's the little...
3: infrastructure is the Democrat Party infrastructure. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. It's just a little scary that somebody can shoot up a substation, and apparently people are without power for many days.
3: I mean, we don't protect the border. What makes you think we're protecting our nuclear sites and our, our grid? So I, mean, what, I mean, what do
0: you
2: have at your nuclear sites? You've got a security guard. You've got a security guard with a gun. One dude. Woohoo!
3: That's they're, it? They're going to do
2: something. No, like, well, they're
3: not- get more than that, but...
2: Well, at the one that I went down to and that I interviewed with, there was one on duty. One. At the yeah. nuclear station, not that far.
0: So, Supp- supposedly, Abbott's actually sending some military stuff to the border? Supposedly. Supposedly...
3: Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities for who might have been responsible for that. I mean, it could have been China, it could have been Russia, it could have been Ukraine, it could have been could've people been... mad
2: about the drag show that was happening. Didn't you hear that? Exactly. That's
3: exactly, or it could have just been people pissed off, it could be somebody who is a mental patient. I mean, it could be anybody.
0: I'm so not you... sure if you use the word anybody, the gun could have done it by itself. True. Maybe that's what we need to push. We need more gun control because a gun got up in the middle of the night
2: right.
0: and shot up a substation. All right. Concluding remarks about what we didn't talk about, Mike. It's Uh-oh. me for now. Sorry.
2: Oh, no.
0: I think that means kick it up to Gina. Oh,
2: no. I was pointing to Ed down there. I was pointing to Ed. You Ed's know? not
0: down there. Ed's up there. I don't care where his square is on the screen.
2: Now he's moving out? I I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You do this to me every time and now I'm doing it again. Ed it's on to you and we'll circle back.
0: Oh no, please,
2: please don't say that. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I I'll just repeat that. I think the biggest story is, is Elon Musk and the, and the reveal of what was going on at the big tech companies. Um, I'm sure that, uh, it was, it's been going on in other places. Um, I think that we didn't touch on a story, Um, the Missouri and I think Louisiana attorneys general are suing the Biden administration over using this, using the big tech companies to suppress information about COVID. Yeah. Um, Fauci had his deposition where he didn't remember anything. (laughs) That's that's what I was going to bring up, Ed.
0: Matches yeah, my yeah they, 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 they
2: counted it. Who was it? Shapiro counted it. It was like 174 times. He said, I cannot I 174.
0: I also had 194. It was a different. So it was something, yeah. something
2: like that. Yeah. I can't recall. Yeah.
0: I He's heard about A, a, he a lot of things passed his desk. He can't remember everything.
3: He doesn't know anything. So it doesn't surprise me that he didn't know anything for that deposition. But yeah, um, I think that was a good story. Um, whether yeah. it's, gonna, you know, I mean, whether anything's going to come of it, we don't know. But that's what a, a Republican attorney general can do. Right. And I, I think it's worth applauding and pointing out when they do what they can do instead of just talking. Yeah. Um, you know, well, you, can't, you know, there's no, you know, if you remember the old Perry Mason show, Perry Mason was a lawyer who on TV would get them to break down and admit that they were lying right on the stand. Unfortunately, in the real world of practicing law, that almost never happens. Yeah, don't and- break
0: my heart i was weaned on perry mason please do not tell me that doesn't happen
3: yeah it doesn't happen very often let's put it like that i i've been practicing for 25 years and i've yet to have it happen. by the way me.
0: i still watch perry mason every night <laughs> really?
3: I do. Wow. Um, well but i think that that's that's a good story and it's a, a story worth worth noting um
1: well Ed, we, while uh, we're on that subject i mean i'm regretting that i wasn't able to Finished going through that entire deposition of Fauci. I got through like two thirds of it. Um, One thing I, I can point out is that it was clear to me anyway. My takeaway was you had the cabal of experts coming together in the early days of 2020, very, very worried about the gain of function and the fact that they were funding research in China in the Wuhan lab. And that, of course, if it was discovered that this it did not come about naturally that it came out of that lab that it would potentially be all on them. And they actually went to work issuing a peer reviewed study to try to combat the misinformation and disinformation that people were putting out there that it did come from the lab. So that, that's one, I think, major takeaways that I had from it. Obviously the other is that Pauci is a, a weasel.
0: There won't be any repercussions. Mike, you didn't answer my question as the, I'm resident, sorry? the resident rush uh, guru. I uh, yeah. he he made I just made you that. He had the parody <laughs> try to remember. Remember he played Hillary saying I can't remember. And he, then he uh, would what difference does it make? Yeah, but try to remember. We have to bring back the rush parody on that one.
1: Okay. I'm not sure if I remember that one well. see you're doing it too i'm gonna
0: have to look it up
1: somewhere oh i forgot i'm sorry what i I can't recall well i i do intend to get through the rest of it so uh maybe i'll have a little bit more on it next. well we feel sorry for you
0: but we're glad i know
1: it's a cure for insomnia for sure
0: (laughs) better you than me all right folks with that we're going to wrap it up for the day we will be back next week hopefully with everybody but this was a fantastic show thank you very very much for being here. Have a great evening.
3: One last right. thing before we go, just so I wanted, we, we we alluded to December 7th, Pearl Harbor Correct. Day. And we should we should really explicitly note that day. I mean, it's a day that will live in infamy. Uh, it was in many respects worse than 9-11 or as bad as 9-11. Um, and you know, contrary to the the joking response you gave me during the show, Stephen, uh, it showed the American character at the time. And we were a very different culture back then. Yep. We rose up, we we stood up to enemy and it took less than seven months before we basically routed them at Midway and took control of the Pacific War.
0: So, I hope mm-hmm. you and everybody knows I totally see it that way. And um, I do take December 7th very seriously.
1: Yeah, so, truly the, the greatest generation.
0: I have met a lot of people from that generation and they li- really really do live up to everything about it in how they fought and how they didn't talk about it, never bragged about it. Any single one of those that I've met, I've met one or two that at, that were at D-Day even. Mm-hmm. And the same answer from all of them, I was just doing my job. I was honored to do it. They, they really, and then they went on and had 60 plus year marriages, et cetera, et cetera. They, they were a fantastic generation.
3: Well, and again- guess- The only problem, the only thing I'll complain about with them is they did an awful job raising their children.
0: I didn't want to say that, but the thought occurred to me. But we're not bashing them on December 7th. You're right. They pampered their children. All righty. Have a good evening, folks.